Hello and welcome to Chat Footy Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dave. Hey, and I'm Ben from Grassroots Coastcast. Hello. So we've just watched Russia against Croatia. We've just literally recording right after that game. So what did you make to that one, Ben? Well, I thought, first of all, my overriding emotion is what on earth were the two penalties about that they missed? I mean, <laughs> the Paneka was, well, it's probably an insult to call it a Paneka because it was pretty awful. And the one that he missed, what well, he put it wide. I, I said you just now, put it over the bar at least, but to drag yeah. it wide is pretty criminal. I've, I've I've taken a penalty in front of a full-size goal. They're huge. You should not be putting it wide, but I thought the best team just about won. I thought neither side was that impressive. Nothing for England to fear. Uh, I think Croatia, the last two games, including that one, have been very average. Um, I think they can play better, but if you said, you know... That's England's opponents to get to a World Cup final. I think you've got to take it. To mm-hmm. be honest, it's a, it's a decent side. It's not a world class side. I'd probably say England. I think it's fifty fifty. I think England wouldn't say they're the best side around either. But I actually think England can play better than they have. I don't think Croatia can play a lot better. So I think Croatia can play better. But I think out of the two teams, I think there's more scope for England to play better football than Croatia. So I think you know be a tough game but I think we've got a great chance yeah yeah I mean the, let's say that that first penalty is it looked like unforgivable it, it was and it, it, was like, it looked like he changed his mind on the run up or something because he just didn't know what to do yeah yeah it made David Batty's penalty look like a, a well struck one didn't it <laughs> you know I saw that I saw that before on the old uh, on the warm up before the you know the on the highlights, the bit oh really? The and they show. I think they that was in the montage. Oh, brought back a few bad memories. <laughs> yeah, but you know you've got to. You know it can be saved, can't it? Obviously, any any penalty can. But I think you want to put your better penalty takers up front, don't you? And, and make sure you you bang away those first three and and put the pressure on. Yeah, and I, you know. Unless you're in that position, you don't know what those guys are feeling. But if it was me, I'd just be putting my foot through it down the middle, to be honest. I mean, to take a, to do the, the little chip Paneka penalty in the first one up, I mean, I just I just thought it was crazy. He's obviously pretty, maybe he didn't change his mind. It was probably premeditated. He thought, I'm going to do the chip down the middle. He's obviously completely fluffed it. But to do that on the first penalty, I just think it's ridiculous, personally. But there you go. Yeah, I mean, they'd worked so hard, hadn't they? I must admit, I went into this game thinking, you know, I'll watch it. I, I don't really care who England get out of this out of this tie. But as the game went on, I just thought, oh, no, I, <laughs> I quite fancy Russia to win, actually. You know, just they're obviously not as technically good and the way they came back in extra time there. I mean, it was a jammy goal, wasn't it, from, from uh, is it Ribic, Ridic, Vidic, whatever his name is, the, the guy with the ponytail. Um, you know, it's been about saying that name. Yeah, a bit of a jammy goal. And I thought, you know, good on you for coming back there. But, you know, like I say, from that first penalty kick, it, it was gone. I think Russia are a bit, for me, they're a bit like Sweden. They were kind of workman-like, little bit of quality here and there, but generally 
probably punched above their weight, got further than anybody would have thought. And probably the home crowd carried them through a bit. To be fair, they've shown a bit of tenacity and spirit. And I thought when they equalised, they'd go on and win it. But if, if I think if they played another half an hour, I think they'd have won in, in normal time. But they ran out, they just ran out of steam. I thought Croatia looked dead on their feet at the end. But yeah, yeah. The penalty. So it won't do England any harm having to play teams that have just done, well, Croatia have done 220 minutes. They? Yeah, yeah. That will not do England any harm at all. So, yeah, got to be delighted with. Uh, just just before we go on to final, so. yeah, just before we go on to the England game, what was what was going on with the Croatia keeper there? I mean, he, he went down like his hamstring had gone, and then, you know, I don't know if you've ever had your hamstring go, but if you go, it's not one that you run off. <laughs> he no, went down as if his hamstring had pinged, and then. Yep. You know, in extra time in the penalties, he's sort of springing all over the place. It can't. It just. It just. I can only think it was cramp. I can't. If it was a yeah, it was a hamstring. You're 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 not running. I mean, he came on for the extra time. He's running around like a like nothing had happened. So yeah, yeah. I, I can only think he maybe had, it, it tightened up. I had a bit of cramp in it, maybe. But I don't know. Maybe adrenaline got him through because I'd be surprised. I mean. We saw Cavani did his hamstring and he couldn't play in the next game. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe adrenaline got him through, but yeah, it was a weird one. I thought, well, oh, he's gone. He's not going to come back on. But anyway, for me, it's either it was either cramp or he's just pulled a Neymar there, you know, and just just tried to wind the clock down. But the thing I I couldn't work out was, and I don't know, it'd be a bit sneaky, but the ball wasn't out. He put his hands on the ball. And then he's sort of rolling around, feeling his hamstring. I was just waiting for a Russian player just to sneak up and then just take the ball and pop it in the goal. The thing is, you've seen so much gamesmanship and cheating and everything else at this World Cup. You just don't know who's done what. Yeah, yeah, you just, yeah. You just don't trust anything, do you? I mean, it's just been, I think it's been, that's the only, I mean, I was saying to before to some friends, it's been the best World Cup that I can remember in my lifetime. I think it's been amazing for the drama, the goals, the excitement, the controversy. It's just been phenomenal. But the the sort of the cheating and the, the gesticulating for the VAR and, you know, doing the signs for the screen and all this from players, yeah. it's, it's been pretty awful. And I've hated that. But... um. You know, that's a, that's a, probably a separate conversation, but yeah, it is weird, isn't it? Because VAR was supposed to sort of take out all the ambiguity, but it's it's really not. And and you've sort of seen players p- just playing up to the camera, haven't you? Almost. Yeah, and I think I, I guess nobody expected that to happen. I mean, you, I suppose when they brought it in, you didn't think you'd get players behaving like that, but now they are. They've got to sort. They've got to clamp down and say right. As soon as you argue with the ref about it, whatever yellow card you do a you do a screen a, a TV yep. screen with your hands yellow card. It's like the, you know like the Columbia game when they surrounded the ref. It was madness. It was out of control, and he should have been flashing his card left, right, and centre and just booking them all to stop. Yeah, it. He was, yeah. He was a poor ref. He was a weak ref. But yeah, I think I think VAR, I personally like VAR. I think it's been good. I think on the whole, it gets more things right than wrong. But there's got to be some sort of um, rule book brought in or some 
some charter brought in saying you've got you know anybody who behaves like this the only person who should be able to query anything is a captain or something like that yeah yeah because it's just been crazy but um you know i mean neymar just sums it up doesn't he i mean he's, i thought he had a without going off on a tangent he had a terrible world cup i thought well we let's let's come back to neymar when we go through the brazil and belgium game section on neymar i think so i think it's been shocking yeah so Let's let's go on to Sweden versus England. So I think you probably started a little bit earlier than me, didn't you? You you were down the football <laughs> club fairly early. Yeah, we got there about quarter to two, uh, just to get a seat. But um yeah, we got we got stuck into the old uh ales as soon as we got there. But it was <laughs> it was uh it was a brilliant atmosphere. We went there on um Tuesday night for the Columbia game. Uh, uh-huh. it's a great atmosphere. Um, and it was the same again today. It was fantastic. You know, those are chanting and, you know, those are kids there, families. It, it was just brilliant. And yeah, it was just, it was great to sort of celebrate that again with all the, all the other people there. And I just never thought we were going to lose the game, to be honest. It just seemed reasonably comfortable. I thought if anything, we should have been out of sight by half time. I thought we wasted quite a few decent situations. So I thought Sterling was again, <laughs> It's, I tweeted before, I said, I think he's been pretty poor, but I know why he's in the team and I would keep him in the team because I think he gives us something different, even though mm-hmm. I think he's not played remotely anything like he plays for Man City. He, he just, I don't know what it is. He, he just seems to be taking that extra touch. He's hesitant. He doesn't ping the ball off when he should. It's really odd. I've never really sort of seen him play like that. He's, he just seems like a different player. But at the same time, I think there's nobody else in the team who offers that threat. So I think you've got to keep him in. And of course, we were all having a pop at Deli Alley as well, saying he was having a shocker, but then he pops up with a great header. So you can't really argue, can you? But again, the encouraging thing, I I suppose, is that those key players have not played amazingly, I don't think, so they can always play better. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, Ali... The only thing he did in the game was score that goal, wasn't it? You know, yeah. really. Um, but if you're going to do one thing, to you know, make it that, and and Absolutely. that was really, you know, the the winning goal technically was Maguire's, but uh, I, I thought that second goal just took the sting out of Sweden because I, I you, you're saying you were comfortable. I I wasn't quite that comfortable in my lifetime. I've seen it so many times against Sweden where we've clearly got better players. We play them off the park for a period of the game, and but we just don't play up to our potential. And then, you know, going back to when Brolin stuck one in the top corner, remember that? It was at yeah. 92, was it? Yeah, it was. Going back to then and, and consistently, you know, they, they've always just done enough. And I can't remember us ever beating Sweden in my lifetime. And I, th- I just thought to actually see it through, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I probably should have learnt my lesson from the Columbia game. So that was the same. I never thought Columbia would score, and of course they popped one in. At the yeah. End. yeah. But, um, I don't know. For me, it's just it's. I'm surprised Sweden have got this far because I, I just really honestly think they're such an average side. They've got. I mean, they've got a player from Hull City in midfield for God's sake. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just yeah. And I got a Wigan reject at centre back. He was in my fancy team. He's actually got me lots of points, bless him. But um, 
Yeah. <laughs> how, how, he, he was their plan B for a while, wasn't he? Towards yeah, the end of the game, they stuck him yeah. up front, didn't they? Yeah, and it's been that sort of World Cup. I mean, they're not a great side, and I just didn't really feel threatened by them. But I don't know, just, it's just surreal to be in the semi-finals is kind of, You've almost not take it for granted because it's almost been because it's almost like everyone's planned this route for us. Oh, you know, we lost to Belgium, so we've only got to beat Colombia and Sweden. We'll be in the semis, and it's kind of like okay, but you've still got to beat those teams, which we have. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to sort of keep saying it, we're in the semi final of a World Cup, last four in the world is is pretty incredible, and we're probably we're never going to have a better chance to to probably win it. And I think, you know, now you've got to think, well, we can win it. I don't think we, I think out of the four teams in the semi finals, I think we've probably played the least good football out of all of them. I do think that. I think we haven't played as well as some of the other, those other teams have played at times, but that's not a bad thing because we can play better. Um, you so, know, it's tight. I mean, it is, I think it is literally 25% chance for every team because I think any one of those four could win it. I do, I really do think that. I think the the thing that we've got is we've obviously got, you know, a Red Arrows kind of attention to detail on the set pieces. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't you know, want to face us at set pieces, would you? Because we've just been, I mean, every ball's it's like it goes to the back post and Maguire, he just wins every single header. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, the way they line up in that line, you know, it's mm-hmm. obvious watching it you're like oh you can see what's going to happen here but teams just don't seem to be able to deal with it and so the amount that we've got from you know not just directly from the corners but also you know getting penalties because teams are wrestling us down from the corners I think if anything in these tight games being good at set pieces is is probably not a bad thing no absolutely right absolutely right and I think I think we'll be a different sort of team that Croatia have faced as well. I think they've faced the sort of... I mean, to be fair, Denmark played well against them, but I think Denmark didn't have a quality striker. Mm-hmm. And if they did have, they probably would have beaten them because I was quite impressed with how they played. But I think we've just got that threat going forward. And I think we've probably found it harder because the last two games, Colombia and Sweden have just sat back. They didn't seem that interested in coming out and trying to play. And I think when we play Croatia, they'll probably be a bit more offensive. And if we get to the final, of Belgium or France, we'll, they'll come on to us as well, which I think will help. So, yeah, I think we found it difficult to break those teams down. But I think when there's a bit more space, you'll see better from our front sort of three, four players. So, um, but, you know, that's for another day. It's just great to be in the semis and it keeps it going for another few days. And we all can't wait for Wednesday now. So, again, everyone's obviously rescheduling whatever they had planned for Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> and luckily, I think I've got... Uh, Oh, oh, actually, Deb threw in something that we're supposed to be doing Wednesday, and I was like, "Well, that takes time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's time for reshuffling now. I think, and uh, and I'm actually contemplating whether to just take Thursday off work as well, just just in case it gets a bit messy. Yeah, I don't care. I, it's kind of like if it does get messy and we go through, I don't. Really, I can probably handle a Thursday with a hangover. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be worth it. I've I've got to tell you though. So I so I was down the local and and this wasn't a football club, so it wasn't I guess people uh, um, used to playing football. Mostly, clearly, just people watching it. And um, I, I'm I'm 
disappointed Chris wasn't on the on the call actually. So tonight I was looking forward to giving him a bit of a ribbon because next to me I had, I had someone in a Man United shirt. You know, he's clearly very very southern. Mm. Never been to Manchester, probably. And every time an England player had the ball anywhere in the Swedish half, he was just shouting, box it, box it. (laughs) (laughs) I was just sort of chuckling to myself. I'm like, what, what does that mean? And, um, but I know what I know what it's intended to mean. But, but then halfway through the second half, I heard those immortal words, get it in the mixer. Like, you, you do love that phrase. Yeah. I've not heard it like genuinely shouted out. I've heard it in jest in the last few years, but not genuinely shouted out. Probably going back to the crazy gang days. Yeah. So I, I did think that those were my two highlights, apart from obviously the football itself, which was uh, which was well satisfying. But like you, I. I we didn't play well at all. I, I thought, I thought Ali was very poor. You know, I, I probably didn't, probably haven't spoke to you about this before, or maybe I have and, and just forgot. But I saw him play for MK Dons, and you know, I, he was rubbish. <laughs> now he um, he'd obviously got a lot of stock, and so you know, I wasn't a season ticket holder or anything. But I'd heard about this kid, and he was the next biggest thing, and and you know, I was waiting, quite looking forward to seeing him. And uh, he was linked with Liverpool at the time. And I saw him and he, he was just woeful. We got beat 3-0. And it was one of those where he was just trying to do everything and just lost the ball every time he got it. And that's mm. that's what he was today for me. But he's so physically imposing, isn't he? I think even when he's not with the ball, he's not doing very well. He's still good at getting a foot in and in the tackles and stuff. So I think I hope there's a lot more to come from him. Well, there's got to be because he's. I think apart from the goal, he's not done anything to be honest. But then that's why he's in the team because he's popped up with a goal out of nothing. Yeah, even though he's not really contributed at all. I mean, he was to that. You know, he's giving balls away and making the wrong decision, and it was really yeah, frustrating. Yeah. But you know. If you pop up with a goal in a World Cup quarter final, who are we to argue? You know, it's kind of yeah. justifies him playing. So I can see it's like I said before with Sterling, I can see why he picks him. You know, I think yeah, he can, he's yeah. got that he's got that in his locker that he can make a difference. I think what you're saying about Sterling though, I I, oh, I don't know. You you've got a bit more faith. Even from his early days at Liverpool, you know, he's demonstrated that he just bottles it one on one with the keeper. I would Give him a three out of ten chance of scoring, whereas a, a Rashford. Have, yeah, but he seemed to have really improved that this season with Man City. I mean, he scored twenty odd goals, and he, it's almost it's almost like somebody clicked, and he was he was being a lot more prolific. He was being very assured in front of goal. He's looking more decisive. But today it was just like you said, going back to that indecisive, hesitant kind of... I don't really get it. It's kind yeah, of like he's, yeah, lost, yeah. he's lost confidence. It is confidence, isn't it? No, I mean... Yeah, it, cool, of course it is. Yeah. I, I think... I think, I, think the fact Southgate's, I think the fact that he keeps picking him should give him a boost because he's obviously not playing that well, but Southgate's going, look, you know what? You're not playing well, but I'm still going to pick you. It'd yeah. probably do him more harm if he drops him, maybe. 
or maybe it would do him good to take him out the far long. I don't know, but I, th- I think he, I think he does need to play because I just think he does have that something. He's got that blistering pace, a bit, bit of skill. He's actually hard to shake off the ball, but I think his decision yeah. making. I've just been surprised that his decision making has been very poor this World Cup, really poor. For me, I think get Rashford in there. We're two games away from being world world champions. I I think. <sighs> If if his confidence is is shaken from being dropped, let Man City worry about that. <laughs> he yeah. he is quality, and I, you know, I I really rated him. And and despite you know when the fact he was sold to City, there were a lot of fans sort of saying, "Oh no, yeah, with Jordan Ibe, he's he's just as good." And yeah. it's like, no, no, Sterling is something special. But sticking the ball in the back of the net has, has never been his strong point. It's always yeah. about that build-up play and that cleverness and, and yeah. strength on the ball. So I, I do really rate him, but I just think he's had enough chances now. Get Rashford in there. I think he offers something. Um, I, I think he offers a little bit more because he's got the height as well. Yeah, I do like Rashford. I think he's awesome. Yeah, so so for me, I'd I'd get him in there, but you know, you'd have to say, well, probably stick with the winning formula. You know, it's, it's worked so far, hasn't it? Yeah, I'd be very surprised if he changed the team now. I, I would be amazed. I, I don't think he will. I think he'll keep the same team for Wednesday night. And rightly yeah. so, you know, you know, who, you know, we're in a semi final. That team's got us that far, so absolutely right. It sort of picks itself as well. The only thing change I would make is play um, Danny Rose. But we've been saying that all all along, oh, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a genuine left footer. Yeah. I mean, Ashley Young a couple of times did go to the bar line and whip a left foot cross it. And to be fair, that's the first time I've really seen him, seen him yeah, do that. Yeah. So, yeah, he played a bit better today, I thought, actually. so I thought I thought he was good. and But before we scored the goal, he was, he was quite frustrating. There was a few times, and it wasn't just him, but I just noticed it with him more. He was... When he'd received the ball on the wing, he'd come back towards the defence. Yep. You know, That's as opposed to he had he had a whole bunch of he had loads of space in front of him. He could have took that first touch into that space, but he chose to go backwards instead, and and that was frustrating. That's the problem with the right foot on the uh, left side of of that of the wing. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Back on that side, that's the problem, which is why I prefer Rose, but. You know, I thought he did play better today. So, um, yeah, fair play. Before we move off England, I mean, a, a couple of players I'll just just highlight. So, <clears throat> you know, I think even on the last, so before the penalty shootout on the last uh, episode, I was saying, you know, I'm just not that convinced about Pickford. You know, he mm. pulled off a, a wonder save against Colombia. Didn't mean anything in the end because we conceded direct from that corner. But then he, he saved one penalty. Um, but to, today, I just he just seemed to grow, didn't he? He had some saveable saves, um, but you've got to make them, haven't you? So, you yeah. know, credit where it's due there. Yeah, he made a good save at 1-0, didn't he? It was, it was a good, got a good good fist on it. And, you know, I think he's done all right. I, I can't, I'm not seeing anything from him that makes me think, oh, my God, he's, he's awful. He shouldn't be in. And he's probably the best of the bunch. I don't think there's anybody better than him. Um, I don't think Butland's better than him, and I don't think Tom Pope's better than him. Although, well, actually, that's Tom Pope's unproven. I think he's a really good goalkeeper, but um, he's never played for England. So I think 
yeah. it is the right decision to play Pickford. And he's not made any massive errors and he's done well. And I think you're right. I think he's got a now a bit of a spring in his step and that can't be a bad thing. So, um, yeah, you've got to stick with him. Yeah, and, and to me, I don't know if you remember, but David Seaman was bouncing around the England uh, scene for years before he actually really made that number one spot his own. And uh, it was it was in Euro '96, and again, yeah. same thing. He just he just had a couple of very savable saves, but he made them at critical times. And then he just he grew in confidence, and then was uh, you know until he sort of dropped out and retired. He he was the undisputed number one then. Absolutely, and Pitford's still young. I mean, he's only twenty three, whatever. So he's going to get better. So. Yeah, good on him. I'm, I'm pleased for him. And I think he's got a good settled defence in front of him. I think Harry Maguire's been awesome. I think he looks... He looks. Well, he was the second one I was going to talk about. So Maguire... <laughs> I mean, we called him out in the first England match, didn't we? Say, so, you know, he looks pretty impressive. He was man of the match today for me. Yeah, I think he's excellent. He's, he's all-round game. I mean, he's good in the air. He's, what I like is when he get he's, when he comes out of defence and he starts steaming forward. Cause he's, yeah, he's like yeah, kind of yeah. Rocking. He's so big. Once he gets going, he's like a he just gets that momentum when he's going up the park, and it's hard to just everyone just sort of seems to bounce off him. Yeah, he's such a I mean he's huge. He's such a unit. But um, yeah, I think it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see if anybody comes in for him after the World Cup because I think without any disrespect to Leicester, I think he's too good for Leicester. He should be playing in Europe. Yeah. He should be playing in the Champions League. I think he's a cut above uh, a lot of defenders in the Premier League. So, yeah, I'd be interested to see if anyone comes in for him. Yeah, yeah. I I think some... I, I would say someone would, but typically, you know, to make these transfers go through now, you, you need to have done that before the World Cup, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. They'll be asking 60, 70 million for him now. Which is yeah, yeah. yeah. They've got, they're in a good position, aren't they? They don't need to sell him. He's probably got a long contract, so uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's the games for today. In terms of the games yesterday, so Uruguay against France. Did you did you manage to catch any of that at no, all? I didn't. I didn't see any of it. I've seen the goals. Um, I've seen the save from Lloris, which was unbelievable. Yeah, um, but no, I've not seen it. I, I just thought when Cavani was ruled out, I didn't think Uruguay really had a chance. To be honest. Yeah, it's not, about, it's not about one man making a team, but I just think that fear factor when when the starting lineup comes out and he's not in it, so I think he's that good. And as a pair, they're just a nightmare. So they've think, got kind of so they've got a world class front two and back two, haven't they? So yeah. the uh, so Jimenez and Godin. I, I think I said a, f- a few episodes ago. I, I love that Godin. I, I think he's so it's amazing. He is just, he does all the dirty stuff. And yeah, um, yeah I thought without one of those four, any one of those four, um, they might struggle a bit. But I have to say, I thought I thought France played really well. I mean, they they never really looked in trouble at all. And, and Uruguay had been playing well. Yeah. And I said, I think I said in the first podcast, I said I, I said I fancied France because I and I, I stick by. Yeah. It. I, said, I think they've got the best squad. You've only got to look at the players they left out. They've got almost a decent first eleven of players who didn't even go to the World Cup. So it was just about whether they've got that blend. And I think since he's put Giroud back in, they've looked to they've looked more of a force. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, it's a yeah. bit of a focal point, and it's got the best out of Griezmann and Mbappe. And I think Pogba stepped up to the plate. I do, I do think that they've not been tested that much defensively, uh, and I think Belgium will give. I mean, I can't, that game is going to be superb. I mean, what a semi-final yeah. that is! Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad it, we don't have to play both of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I think if, and that that is a, to- a coin toss who would win that game. I just think it's so close. I think. Overall, I think France possibly edge it, but I think Belgium are better going forward than France. So I think it's going to be absolutely fascinating. I can't wait to watch it. Um, but I couldn't pick a winner. I just think it's too close. I, I think for me, it's it's probably going to be France. I, I just think they're absolutely solid at the back and they've got world-class you know, players up front now. My, my judgment isn't the best, though, because in my fantasy league, I dropped Griezmann to put Mbappe in. <laughs> uh-huh. I've got Have you got both? Right. Well, obviously, you know, which was pointless, but yeah. Well, uh, Griezmann got a goal and an assist, didn't he? So he did. He yeah, did yeah. quite well, but yeah, Mbappe was was pretty poor. Got me. I think it was one point. I mean, one point or two points, but. Um, yeah, no, it is going to be mouthwatering, isn't it? So, so I mean, let's talk about the Brazil-Belgium game then. I mean, again, how many great games have we had in this World Cup? Yeah, that was that. I mean, last night was a great game, and I thought Belgium. I thought I thought it was almost like the chickens came home to roost for Brazil. I just thought yeah. they got found out. I didn't think they were. It's an, it's not a, an amazing side. I said before. I think Neymar's been absolutely shocking. But he's yeah. done himself. He's done himself no favors going to France to play. He didn't look really properly fit. I thought he he flattered to deceive. His antics off the ball were a disgrace. I mean, even yesterday trying to win that penalty, where he threw himself through the air. Yeah, yeah. just embarrassing. I mean, it's he's just been very, very, very average. Very average at best. What I don't get is why why wasn't he booked for that? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's the other thing. The referees have just been inconsistent, haven't they? I mean, it was a booking, but he just yeah. signalled that he dived and just got on with it. I mean, it's like exactly. It's it's, it's it's sort of he sort of says that to him, doesn't it? Get up! But yeah, you should have booked him. Well, you should. Maybe because it's Neymar. You know, he's he's supposedly one of the greatest players in the world. I mean, it's like Chris said the other night um, when we were talking. He just he just says he he's. He, I don't know what it is. It's like a myth. Maybe it's because he played with Suarez and Messi a few for a few years when they were amazing and they elevated his game. I don't know, but I've not seen anything from him that makes me think, oh, what a player that is. I think I think Coutinho's the main player for them. Yeah. Not, and I think Neymar. I I think I know why it is. I mean, you look at him and he's got he's got the touches, he's got the skill, but but he does flatter to deceive. You know, he, he looks like a silky player, yeah. uh, and he has he has popped up with a few goals and and a few assists. But it, it's the way he looks on the ball as opposed to genuine end product. Yeah, and you know, I think Firmino can be can feel a bit unlucky that you know he, he's just been a bit part player in this one because I think he gives a lot more to the team, whereas. You know, Neymar, he just, he just skirts around on the outside, doesn't he? And like I say, with all the antics, I, I, for as long as I can remember, I've always loved watching Brazil play. Mm. 
But I must admit, in this tournament, I I was quite glad Belgium beat them. And and 100% down to Neymar. Yeah, and I mean, for me, it was obvious from day one that Jesus and Neymar didn't work. But he kept Jesus in every single game, and he's done pretty much nothing. Firmino, yeah, obviously we're biased. We see him at Liverpool all the time, what what he does for the team. I think Neymar would would have played better with Firmino because Firmino is a selfless player. He drags people around. Yeah. He creates space. Hazus doesn't do that. Um, I mean, they took Willian off yesterday, which I... I yeah, was, yeah. Unless he was injured, I was amazed. I think he's been one of their best players. I think he's awesome. I think that didn't help. And I just, I think it's a, it's not a great Brazil team. I think they weren't great four years ago. They got carried through by the crowd and the emotion of the whole hosting the event and they got found out in the semi-final and I think they got found out last night as well yeah absolutely um, they should just be grateful it wasn't 7-1 shouldn't they I guess but I, I've got to say though I mean that was a nailed on penalty wasn't it surely yeah we, we, said, we said it we watched it we was watching it with a couple of mates last night and we said that's penalty yeah. well, I don't know why he didn't give it I, I really genuinely don't get it and some, and one of my mates was like oh well he ran the ball out of place it doesn't matter he's taking him out He's caught his ankles, boom, he's gone. At the moment when he, he takes his ankles out, the ball is still in play. Yeah. So, for me, no question. Now, again, this is the thing, I think, with VAR, though. Because you've got VAR, someone's actually looked at it <coughs> and then made the wrong call. You're like, yeah. what? what are you about? Do, do I understand this game at all? Now, if the referee just sort of, doesn't see it in real time and, and get on. It's like, all right, okay, feel a bit aggrieved. But the fact that someone's looked at it and looked at it again and yeah, then right. come to that conclusion, it, it makes it even more baffling. It does. Yeah, we yeah we said it straight away. It's a penalty. But um, I think it would have papered over the cracks. I still think Belgium were the best team. And yeah. Whether it would have made it, whether they'd have got to extra time with it, I don't know. I think Belgium c- could have gone through the gears again and picked them off because. They were counter-attacking them and causing all sorts of problems. So it was the right result. And, you know, it's fine margin, isn't it? They were so close to losing to Japan. And now they're in a World Cup semi-final. Yeah, yeah. And I think think Hazard was on one, wasn't he? He he looked pretty amazing yesterday. I said to my mate, my mate is a Chelsea fan. And I said, he's too good to not play in in Europe next season in the Champions League. He can't. He can't stay there. He's, he was unbelievable last night. His low yeah. sense of gravity, they couldn't knock him off the ball. The touch, he's just, he's just a, f- and I said, and I thought, give me, you know, him or Neymar, that's no competition. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Has it every day of the week. Yeah, absolutely. He's just a phenomenal player. But it, it's funny, I, I was actually, I, I, I can't remember what it was about now, but I was on the phone to Chris. And it, it was midway through this game. And I said, you know, De Bruyne has been awful. I said, it, it, he's got a lot more to come, you know, because he doesn't generally have a bad <coughs> 90 minutes. You know, he, he'll do something at some point. And then about two minutes later, he, he knocks that arrow of a shot right into the far corner. I mean, that, that was an unbelievable goal, wasn't it? That was. But I think the thing as well, he plays De Bruyne a lot deeper than... Man City player, but he plays a different role for Belgium. Yeah, it's yeah. All, it's all geared around Hazard, whereas obviously it's geared around De Bruyne to a point. 
at Man City. So he's playing a different role. And I think that's probably why you've not seen the best of him, I would think. But yeah, he was great last night. He played really well. Great finish. And uh, when you've got those two in the team, you're always going to have half a chance. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Belgium against France then. Who do you fancy? I mean, if you had to, if I really had to nail my allegiance to a cross, I would probably go France just, just because as an all-round side, I think they're slightly better. But I think it will go the distance. I think it might go to extra time and maybe penalties, but I think France will nick it. But it'll be very tight. Yeah. What about you? I think I'm going to go France as well. I think, you know, as good as Belgium were last night, they could have easily um, thrown it away. Yep. You know, there was the penalty. There was also, uh, which player was it? Was it was it Neymar? Uh, Neymar had one save, Courtois. Beautiful save up in the up in the top corner. There's a player who got through, and he basically had the whole goal to aim at and, and pulled it wide. Yeah, I'm was that? I, I can't remember which player it was now, but you know, and that was at two one. I think it was the same guy who scored. Oh, is it? Yeah, I yeah. So, so yeah, I, I've no idea who he is. No, Where I don't know him either. Yeah, yeah. I didn't didn't for all the the international stars that they've yeah. got. I, I didn't recognise him. Beautiful ball by Coutinho, by the way, to oh, was. stick it on his head there. But yeah, I'm, I must admit, again, being a little bit bitter, you know, I did enjoy when Coutinho just, he, again, he should have just buried that pullback and uh, yeah. just screwed it miles wide. <laughs> again, I was just, by this point, I'm fully invested in Belgium going through. <laughs> but anyway, so... um yeah, so so Belgium, they have been impressive, but I think they've not been as solid as France. And I just think France have just... Has anyone really tested them? Has, has anyone had them on the ropes? No, not Where really. you think, you know, that they're going to get beat here and then, and then pull it back. So just for that reason, I just think, France are, are just going to have too much. So for me, I think I'm going to go 2-0 oh, yeah. to France. Interesting. Yeah, but oh, yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait for that game. I really can't but wait. What score are you going to go with? You obviously won goal. I'm going to go 2-1. 2-1. I think, I think Belgium will score, but I think France will nick it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Lloris again. That match yesterday was Taylor two goalkeepers, wasn't it? Because Loris, you know, makes a fantastic save, and then uh, the Uruguay keeper basically does a does a bit of a carrius, <laughs> and, and yeah, you know, the kindest thing you could say about that. It was pretty shocking. It, it, it was awful, wasn't it? And again, you know, it's one of those keepers nowadays. They don't seem to want to catch the ball, but that, so it, but that ball was. He could have got his whole body behind it and caught it in his yeah. best. That's what I didn't. I just don't. I don't understand what he was doing. Yeah, I I, in the air, but you know, get your body behind it, mate. You're not going to let that in, then. It's yeah, goodness. yeah. It was a weird one for sure. Yeah. And then, obviously, for us, the big one. So Croatia versus England. What would you call that? Um. Obviously, I've got to go for England. Um, 
I'd probably say 2-1 again. I just think it'll be very, very tight. I can't, I can't, I think England will win. I'm, conv- I'm convinced of it because I just don't think Croatia have been amazing. They've had two long games now. They're going to be a little bit fatigued and I just think England can play better. So I think England will nick it by a goal. So, I mean, confident. I am in our in our lifetime, we've not done this. <laughs> this just feels a bit. I don't know why. This just feels a bit different to me. I don't know why. I don't. Yeah. I don't I've not gone into any of the games thinking, "Oh God, you know, we're probably not going to win this." And I, I think that's partly because there's always a team, isn't there? In the last sort of eight or whatever, you think, "Oh, they're unbeatable." You, we're not going to beat that team, no matter who we. You know, yeah, I don't, I don't feel that this World Cup I think there's good teams who are maybe slightly better than us but I just think they're all beatable they've all got flaws they've all got mm-hmm. all their games they've not been impressive and I just think we've got as much chance as anybody else yeah so yeah I do feel I do feel confident I don't normally ever feel that way but well you know me God I'm, I'm the glass <laughs> I hope you're right I hope you're right now I am gonna go I'm still gonna be patriotic about this and say England will get through but given Croatia have just gone to penalties twice and given England's history as well yeah let's not think about that it's going to go the distance and we'll squeeze through on penalties okay that's I'm going to go I'm going to go one all after normal time and then us on penalties I hope it's three nil and and it's all over in the first 20 minutes but be nice I, I just can't see it. I think Wednesday is going to be a long night. <laughs> so that's that's why I, I think I've convinced myself I'm booking Thursday off. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not a bad idea. I think there'll be many people doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's that's the semis coming up again. It, it's funny for us, isn't it? You know, when we were talking about uh, so on our other podcast on the grassroots. Coachcast, we were talking about Italia 90 way back in, it was probably the second episode or something like that, you know, and it's, it's crazy to think how long ago that is. And we've just about equaled that. So if we go out, okay, we've equaled what we did in 1990, mm. but it's all those years since then, though, that we've just not really done anything. This is what I was saying to the guys before when we were coming home. I said, if you think, you know, it's been 28 years since we got this far and you've got to, you've just got to lap it up and enjoy it because it just does it just never comes around does it it just really doesn't yeah. You, sort of, yeah, yeah. you take those things for granted and you, but you think if you look at it we've got nowhere near winning the World Cup for 52 years we're now very close but this is the closest we've been for 28 years it's you know it's a long long time and you've got yeah. to try stay in the moment and enjoy it and you know, I can't wait for Wednesday, and uh, I, I do believe we're going to do it. I really do think that. What I've yeah. done, I'm convinced we will win it, but I think we'll get to the final. That's as far as my optimism goes. <laughs> and then it's then it's any but any anybody's guess. But I do think we'll get to the final. Yeah. Well, like I say, I hope you're right, and um, and we'll see. Of course, if we get there, we'll we'll want to win it, won't we? But uh, but yeah, I mean, whatever happens now, the the boys have done great. No, they have totally. I think they'll get heroes of welcome coming back, and um, I think before the summer, we probably would have all said, "Well, quarterfinals—that's not bad, is it? We'll take that." 
but we've gone one further and uh, I think we can go even further than this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Right. So quick look at the, a very quick look because Chris is on top. <laughs> so, um, so Chris is on top of the predictions league. He's had a storming couple of days, nailed on a couple of results. And so the, 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 um, the Sweden one, one nil against Switzerland. He, he called, got three points for that. He called the one all tonight. So he got three points for that. So he's steaming ahead, to be honest. He's on 46 points. You're on 40 and I'm on 39. Well, we've still got four games left, so you never know. Oh, we're, we're including the third place playoff, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs> That's why I said four games, you see. Yeah. I haven't forgotten that one. Yeah, yeah. So, There's still, uh, still a chance. Yep. As um, Jim Carrey said in Dumb and Dumber, so that's <laughs> going to be tough. I mean, I know, I know myself. I probably, I mean, I'm looking back. I've had a shocker um, this last week. I think, yeah, just ones and zeros. So I haven't called a single result since the 22nd of June, which was Brazil against Costa Rica. That was my last nailed on results. That was ages ago. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, four games. I, well, I, I could be optimistic, couldn't I? And say, you know, it's got to come around surely. Just statistically, you're going to, well, you're going to nail one of them. Law of averages and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in the fancy league, I think, uh, Chris is just ahead of you. Um, <laughs> So it's it's very very close up there, and I've again had a bit of a shocker on that front as well. So Harry Kane had, had been propping up my team, and uh, and he didn't score today. So <laughs> I I think I brought in I brought in Mbappe and Neymar. I did the same thing. I didn't bring Neymar in, but I brought Mbappe in. Yeah, yeah. So he, he probably he did have a little bit of an off day. I wasn't very impressed. Uh, he, he went for a little bit of the theatrics as well. Um, but yeah, so like I say, there's a few more games to go yet. Okay, um, so let's wrap up there then. Have you got any plugs for us, Ben? Yeah, so uh, if you want to listen to our Grassroots Coach cast, if you go to... Um, G Roots Coach Cast is our Twitter account and our email account is grassrootscoachcast at gmail.com. So drop us a line. Uh, we'll be doing another episode soon. But in the meantime, hope you've enjoyed this. Cool. And if you get across, this is the Chat Footy podcast, obviously. And then you've also got the Chat Footy Gossip podcast. So that's a shorter one. Uh, that's generally Chris talking for five minutes or less about all the latest transfer speculation and gossip. And as soon as the World Cup's over, we'll be full on into the silly season then. So get across and have a listen to that. Uh, you can also listen to the Comics in Motion podcast. Um, we've just recorded a review of Sylvester Stallone's 1995 movie Judge Dread, which was oh, quite a I bit like of fun. It. I like that film. <laughs> you do? You should have come I on. I like it. I do like it. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't, but I liked it. Yeah. So we we did actually we did a whole Twitter po- Twitter poll. Um, so we we put a vote out there, and we we had a theme of eighties action heroes. Also, we had uh, a movie by Sylvester Stallone. We had an Arnie movie in there. Uh, we had a Jean Claude Van Damme movie in there, and a Dolph Lundgren one. 
I mean, that's that's just about as 80s as you can get, isn't it? Absolutely. So, yeah, so, Sylvester Stallone won out on that one, and so we reviewed that. And so we'll release that one on Sunday along with this podcast as well. So if you're interested in, in listening to something like that, then get across and listen to that as well. Okay. Thanks very much, Ben. Appreciate cool. you coming Cheers, on. It's been it's been a long day, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Looking forward to get to sleep. <laughs> yep. Me too. So, do you want to lead us out? Yeah. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will be back with our thoughts and recollections of the semi-finals. Bring it on. Thanks a lot, everyone. Cheers, guys. Back in the USSR